Pacers running for every run. They've got you taken care of. Hit them up in one of their stores or go online. I'm telling you, they're a great group of people. They're going to get you in the right pair of shoes. You've got that New Year's resolution, okay? If you want to get to running or walking, just be more mobile, they're going to put you in the right pair of shoes, and they've got a wide selection. Put yourself in some Hoka's or some Brooks. Those are the ones that we like here in the Perry household, and uh, and. They are going to make sure it's the right shoe for you and the activities you want. So Pacers running for every run. Let's get into this game. I'm I'm not very positive about this game, but you said we're going to win. So we're going to start with that. We're going to win. I mean, it's just how the world works. Our organization is embarrassing. We introduce a mascot that we don't even know it's going to be the permanent mascot or not. If They just did it for the hogs. I don't know. Our organization is an embarrassing joke. And why not? We're starting our fifth round pick, our fourth, fifth, third, sometimes second, then third, fourth quarterback. We're going to win. I mean, it's just it's just how it rolls. We're not supposed to win, not even close. But for some reason, we're going to win. And it's going to call Sam Howell to be QB1 next year. We're going to offseason with that conversation. So, um, But no, realistically, if, if we don't win, I just I mean, I think the Stars will play the first couple quarters. And then we'll see, I don't know, the rest of the, the squad. I'm happy for Sam Howe because he's going up against a defense, a team that has something to play for. It's a real defense, too. Yeah. yeah, a real defense. It's not like he's going up against the third or fourth stringers like he did in preseason. So that's good to see how he reacts to a really good defense and like a meaningful game. I mean, he could might as well treat this like a playoff game for himself, even though he knows he's not going to suit up next week. But like, hey, this is just think. If you beat the Cowboys, you knock them out of winning the division. Just and think that think like that's a playoff game for you, Sam Howell. So just go in there with that that mentality and ball out. Who cares? Last game of the season. Yeah, five, that's that's where that's where it's interesting, right? Because as a fan, <laughs> you you want and a, a fan of Washington who hates Dallas, right? Like yeah. this is Dallas week. We haven't really got into the we want Dallas chance or anything because just everything is just imploded in front of us. <laughs> and and so there it's it's there's no real like love for the game right now. And like we're mad no, at our either. team, but we're still supporting them. But then what it means to support them, I, I see a lot of fans, Trev, that yeah. talk about the draft position. I don't care, bro. And so and 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 it's like you want your team to beat Dallas, but then if you beat Dallas, you get lower draft picks. So it's just like, do you just lose against Dallas is the best case scenario that we play well with Sam Howell. He has like four yes. touchdowns and we lose by like a point. And that yes. was like the moral, vic- the dubious moral victory. Yeah. Cause that'll sit over by the backup court, the backup spot because Taylor has gone. He leaving. He's, if Ron's here next year, he ain't going through this again. No matter like, hey, you're starting. You're not starting. You're gonna play. You're not playing. He'll get it back somewhere else. So this could solidify our quarterback two position for us next year. So yeah, go out there and play well. Ball out. What you got to lose? Not your job. You'll be here again for at least. Two I mean, years the the players who will probably suit up are most definitely playing for a job somewhere. This is like yeah. this is this is their audition for. You know, for future the future organization, or you know, as far as it's it's just you know what you know what it is. This is where where we're at here. Um, It's just it's frustrating because 
it, yeah, we were seven and five and we've lost everything since then. And, um, and that list, I saw, saw somebody in the chat here, which was, and I'm Michael, I'm with this one, uh, F moral <laughs> victories. Uh, if we beat Dallas and we pick 14th, I'm okay cool. with that. Uh, that's yeah. fine with me. I, it's not I, like we, <sighs> yeah. you know what I mean? I, I don't, don't believe in more of it. I called it dubious for a reason. It's not, we don't, we're not a tanking crew here. Like no. we don't, the draft, like it doesn't matter if you're picking 14th, if you're picking 10, you, you just pick the person who's going to make it. If you need to go, go up to 10, they're going to go up to 10 to get their guy. Uh, yeah, by the way, it's not going to happen. You're, you don't want no. Ron Rivera. We just talked about Ron Rivera sticking around for another year. Don't want him picking a QB. He reaches, bro. Well, it, it's not just reaching Trev. Look at the QBs he's brought in so far. That's what he's I'm brought saying. in Taylor Henneke, yes. Carson Wentz, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes. He's yes, he, yes. He had a deal with leftovers like uh, Alex Smith and Dwayne Haskins. But p- please tell me he brought in Sam Helen, who he doesn't even want to start. <laughs> he literally said, "If you want the guy to have an opp- opportunity to start, well, this is the chance. So I might as well get it over with. Might as well get it over with." Yeah, and he reaches because let's be honest. Outside of the football gurus like Josh Taylor, shout Josh Taylor, he knows about college football. But outside of people like him, who really thought Jahan Dotson was really a good pick at, at our first draft pick? Outside of that, who really thought Jamin Davis was our good pick when we had 19th? Outside of rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins, 50 touchdowns is what wowed us. But look what happened when he got here. He wasn't. He didn't pan out like when he was I, well, here. But, honestly, I, mean, I felt like that one was. Like they stood pat and and Dwayne Haskins fell to them and they picked him. So it was just kind of, I was happy with that. I was just like, cool. Um, we'll see. Maybe he's going to be the Ohio state quarterback that breaks the mold and, and is good. Uh, he ended up not working out here. Uh, I, yeah. I really thought that he might've had a chance with the Steelers rest in peace. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, you know, as far as the other ones, I mean, they've Montez jumping back up to get Montez sweat. I think that was a smart move. Uh, you've got Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne. These are solid picks that are. are well, when it comes first, to but, offense, we'll say that. How about that? When it comes to picking to drafting offense, we reach. How about that? I'll change it to that. Jahan Dotson wasn't a reach. They've moved back and got it, him. It was a, I mean, like to pick him at that spot, I thought was a reach at the time because it was like, remember, we passed up Chris Olave. I think we passed up. Oh, you were another receiver. Oh. <laughs> You were so mad. I'm like, Jahan Dotson, like, if y'all are banking off of that one-handed highlight college tape this before this season, y'all, if y'all were banking on that, it was like, okay, cool, but, like, is he really going to pan out? And thankfully, he is awesome. He's a Terry McLaurin Jr., but, like, at the time, it was like, Jahan Dotson? So, so I'm saying, when we go to draft offensive players outside Dwayne Haskins, it's like, we're reaching. I don't know. I just don't like the way we draft. I just don't like the way we draft at all. Yeah, like so, I said, it's. I, I I think the draft is something you worry about as you get closer to April. Yeah. You don't worry about it in the season. So yeah. I I hate Dallas. I want Washington to You're win. I want them to destroy their chances at getting the the first uh, or the win the division. Now I don't know if that's going to happen, Trev, because this is a very long list of <laughs> of injuries here. Uh, the oh, the ones listed as, yeah, yeah, the ones already listed as questionable for the game: Montez Sweat, Norwell, Lucas, oh. Davis, oh. B. Rob, oh. Gibson, James Smith, Williams, Benjamin St. Juice, Sadiq Ooh. Charles, Cam Curl, Jonathan oh. Allen. 
Uh, Bostic is already on IR. Monty Rogers, Castro Fields, Hodges, Larson, Colcom, McKissick, Rulier, Mathis, Wolf, White, all on IR already. Uh, Wolf, John Harris. Who the hell? Wolf? Wolf. He's like one of the tight. Oh yeah, Eli Wolf. Yeah, yeah, was, okay, that's all the way okay. back in August. That was that was a that was a really early one. I'm just reading it, the the list off yeah. of ESPN here, but the you know Gibson and Robinson didn't practice. I think EP is going to get her wish, and we're going to see some Jarrett freaking Patterson. Well, it's only him and Jonathan Williams in practice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and so and so you're gonna you're gonna see some of that. You're gonna see a lot of these back end guys. You're gonna see we're finally going to see Chris Paul. I I believe. Let's go. Chris Paul's going to get a start. I like and that. It's going to look ugly for Washington. It's just not going to be good. It's the Cole Turner coming out show, says Gus Buzz. Hey, that'd be great. I would bro, love to talk to beat Dallas, bro. We're going to beat Dallas. Cole Turner, I think, has been coming along nicely in other ways than than catching mm-hmm. the ball. I think we always knew that he was going to be a potential wide, you know, receiving threat. But he's been moving around doing some blocking and stuff. And and I think that's good. If he can develop and pass baits on the the uh, depth chart. I think that's a good thing because Bates is a blocking tight end who just occasionally meanders out there mm-hmm. uh, like he's a, a lost cow um, and catches a ball. You know, Cole Turner can be a wide receiver threat, but if he starts blocking as good as Bates, then that's great for Washington, especially because well, Logan you. Thomas is getting up there and Armani Rogers is a project. And so it's going to be interesting. But as Tommy T says here, with all of these starters out, and you're playing to win. That's what Ron says. You're playing to win. It's it's really evaluation mode. And we're going to, this is going to be an ugly game, Trev. It's going to be a very ugly game for Washington. You say that they're going to shock them. I I would love nothing more than that. I would love Sam Howell well. to go off. This is kind of, this kind of, <laughs> if Sam Howell goes off, isn't, is that a lose situation for Ron Rivera? Because don't fans come after him? For Sam Hell doing so well with a limited roster against well, a good defense who's playing for something, doesn't that tell everyone that Ron, what the flip are you doing? I mean, we're already asking that, but I don't think that would be doubles down on that. I don't think that would necessarily be as justified because it's like, let's be honest, we're only throwing them out here because it's the last game of the season and we have literally nothing to play for. So if he balls out, you know what you have for next year as a backup. But there was no way you're going to throw Sam Howell in, out there to the Wolves before Carson Taylor. I don't care if Carson threw five picks and then Taylor threw five more picks after that. He wasn't going to go to Sam Howell. He's raw. Let the man sit back and learn with a clipboard as much as he can rather than throw him in the Wolves when there's, there's something to play for. But, like, this situation is great because now Dallas has something to play for, and now you can see what Sam Howell can do against a real defense on his last game of the season, first start of the season. So. I don't think you should call for Ron. Like, should have put him in after the bye week. He played this good. It's like, come on, man. Like, did y'all forget we're losing to Dallas twenty-seven to three in the third quarter? That's why he's balling right now. So, like, <laughs> that's just, no. Don't call for that if, if Sam if, if he balls out. If he balls out, look for the future, but not. Yeah. Well, this is the uh, this is the thing we can't as fans get too enamored with Sam Howell, even if he plays well. He can go throw uh, as uh, MG here is saying Dak is going to do if if Sam House throws for 500 yards and four touchdowns with a great mm-hmm. completion keeps Washington competitive in this game is that 
is that that's too small of a sample size, right? Exactly. To be yes. able to be like, oh, this is the guy who Washington, mm-hmm. you know, should go with. He's still mm-hmm. a fifth round rookie. I mean, it's a it's a great thing to do, and it's exciting, and it might you know maybe make some decisions in the off season a little bit more complicated for for this front office. But I don't know that I can get behind if he does that. If that's like great, you know, we. But I mean, because you've seen you know, players that have gone off for those kind of numbers. And then yeah. the very next game, like Peterman throws like four interceptions. Yeah. I was going right? to say, I so, guess with fun of a Jared Stidham, he balled out even though they lost, but he balled out. So we'll see what yeah. happens this next game if he balls out or not. So whatever. So I just, I just don't know that one game is going to be a large enough sample size to be like, great. Nah. We're all on the, we're all on the, uh, oh, no. we're all, I don't. I, don't I mean, that I'm a Tar Heel guy, so that's why I'm like, yo, he's gonna ball out. So I'm biased yeah. a little bit, but it's, I know that. Okay, we we got MG man. You're you're a very very oh, frustrated fan, on, I, man. I don't, I don't think that it, upon you can't like that. You can't wish injury on a person. Uh, even if that's not necessarily wishing, you can't you know put that out there. Um, TJ, too nasty for you. Is this the replacements movie? Sam Howell as Shane uh, Falco? Hey. I'll take I'll take a Shane Falco at this point. Um, the EP saying my fear is that Sam is going to get hurt. Then what? I mean, you put Taylor in. You, <laughs> I, I don't I mean, want Sam Howell to get injured, but as far as what no, it means for the franchise, there there's Sam Howell currently is the only QB who's going to be around for this this next season and the healthiest one too. And and so you don't want him to get injured, but you also can't go out there and and be afraid to start him because of that. Because one, you don't even know if he's going to be QB one at the start of next season. You know right. Carson Wentz isn't, and you know he Taylor Heinke isn't. He might. So and he's not. I, no, not Taylor, I, but Carson might. He's not. I we'll get into that next week. We'll get into that <laughs> next week. But he's not. So it's just going to be. It's going to be just a, a very, I think, frustrating game. And, and EP and I have been He's talking about it. We're going to be physically there. And we probably won't make it to the end of the game, depending on how it's going, especially He's as gone. as rude and nasty as Dallas Cowboy fans can be. Um, so, you know, she, and also EP is, she's she likes to throw hands. So she, so I, I got to get her out of there before she 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 starts getting on to these uh, cowboy fans. So yeah, she's feisty. She's a feisty one. Yeah, feisty one. Look, a feisty one. Okay. All right. So, Besides the QB situation, yeah. You know what? Are, what can Washington expect against Dallas? Pass rush galore from Dallas. Um, no run game from us. Um, Deami Brown sightings, Cam Sim sightings. <sighs> Dallas is going to wreak havoc first half and put the game away, and then bring in Cooper Rush and the third team offense and finish the game. Jack, Jack has not been playing well this season, and this is uh, the first time we'll be playing Dak as a quarter. Well, since this season, second time. No, this um when he's we've played him more than just two times. I'll bring that up here, but I'm gonna bring metaphor. He brought up uh Deami Brown. We got that Tar Heel yeah. connection. Metaphor column for two tutties and major tutty celebrates. No, major Tutty's not there. <laughs> major Tutty gets a bad real quick bad on that. Real quick on that. Why did they choose to 
showcased that at week 17. Because they, they predetermined that it was uh, uh, going to be a hog and they wanted it to be with the, uh, um, with the, the hogs. So, like, I mean, it, it just felt all choreographed, by the way, he's played us 10 times. He uh, has pressed that. Yeah. So the last time um, he has played us would have been last year, 2021, or actually now two years ago, December 26, 2021, where they won 56 to 14. Oh, yeah. Earlier game, in the year, 27 to 20 as well. He had a pretty good game there. Four touchdowns, no interceptions, 330 yards, and a 71 uh, percent completion percentage. So you so quiet. I don't really probably just that. you didn't want to remember it. It was the year before that he was out. Uh, okay. That we that Washington won both of those games, um, mm-hmm. but then yeah, he's he has a very much a winning record against Washington here. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine wins against Washington compared to one loss. <laughs> So that means number two is coming on Sunday. Sam Howell's going to lead the troops. We ain't going to run on him. Jonathan Williams is good, but there's a reason why he was third string. And Jerry Patterson is shifty, but there's a reason why I had to, they had to call him from the practice squad to come up and fill the role. So let's not get too carried away. Um, and then psh, on, I saw on defense, I don't even know who's playing on defense. Jamin Davis didn't play today. I don't know if that – yeah, that's why I said that. I don't – yeah, I, I think I you're going to see a lot of Bada and Obata, and maybe Dan Wise comes back and and no, plays. He's on practice, uh, Chiefs practice squad. He's on the Chiefs practice squad. Yeah, yeah. This is- Troy Apke's back. They elevated Nathan Gary at linebacker's position to the active roster. Former Eagle. I mean, we got a shot, bro. <laughs> Trap key. I, I forgot to tell you this, so we're watching. Did you say Crap key? I said Trap key. Trap oh, key. Uh, now. It's you kind of uh, looking into what I'm about to talk about because <laughs> my man out there is more your man out there. Make sure yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. clarifying here. Your man is out there warming up before the Browns game and he's dropping the balls left and right. And I'm just like, what are we doing? What are we doing with Troy? Who was, throwing, Who was throwing the ball? It was just one of those drills that they had where <laughs> the, they're, you know, up against a wide receiver, and then they cut one way. The wide receiver catches. Yeah, great. You know who else is? Jeremy Reeves. Pro Um, Bowler. A pro bowler. Yeah, it's it's gonna be awful. It's gonna be awful. MG, you don't have to cut Heineke. He he's no longer on contract after this year. You will cut wins, but again, a lot of that stuff, the fire turner, fire Ron Rivera. We're gonna talk about that next week. We're trying to talk about the Dallas game right now. I don't even know who's gonna play. and, And it's going to be bare bones. This is this is a essentially a preseason game for Washington, mm. and not for Dallas. So you're going to see uh, you're going to see Dallas being the tryhards, and <laughs> and try and, too hard and lose. And and Washington is is literally just trying to make sure that they get through the season. Like they're obligated to fulfill the you know a team. And uh, most of our fans here and the comments, uh, not the comments, but our poll that we put out this morning have gone Dallas's way. It's 60-40 to Dallas. Uh, Chris Mahoney, we need the higher draft pick. I always want to beat Dallas, but I don't see it happening. Shadow pop. No, what would be the point to them winning? 
them players know that they will play their best football every time they step on the field. The best team uh, that time will win unless the rest referees interfere with the game by cheating, which we may have known something a little bit about. Just a little. Just a little. Um, yeah, a lot of people picking the Cowboys saying, well, they hope Washington loses just because that higher draft pick. I, don't care, I, I can't. Bro. I can't go for that. I can't go for Nothing that. Nothing in the draft appeases me right now because usually it, it'd be a little something. But yeah. I haven't taken too much look at who's in the draft because I was expecting to be in the playoffs. I'm okay, pulling Ron. a Ron Rivera here, Trev. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to lose. I was expecting to win, okay. so I wasn't thinking about the the playoffs until till later, or not playoffs, but the draft. But Washington is in a position right now. They're at 14. And I think they can go as high as 10. If the Jets win, the Texans win. Every year. If um yeah, actually, I think so. It's if the if Cleveland wins, because Texans have Cleveland's pick. So if the Jets win, Cleveland wins, New Orleans wins, and Tennessee win, then Washington can go all the way up to the 10th pick. It's like a one percent chance of happening, but that's that's where they're at right now. They can fall back. Uh, from the 14th, uh, if they win, they can go downwards depending on how some of the other matches line up. But they can go all the way up to the 10th if, again, the Titans uh, Titans win. Let's see who the Titans are playing. If uh, someone Jaguars. reminds me, Jaguars. That's right. That's the Saturday game. Division game to see who goes. Yeah, these are all going to be division games. So Cleveland versus um, Pittsburgh, right? I want to say. Yeah, I think. I think uh, so, Cleveland can play a spoiler role for them. Yeah. Sorry, trying to bring this up here. Yeah, Cleveland versus uh, Pittsburgh. So Cleveland has to defeat Pittsburgh and give uh, Tomlin his first losing season. Uh, we'll see if that happens. The Jets are going to be playing, and they are playing against Miami. Miami's trying to play for the playoffs. So we'll see if we'll see if that happens. Um, and the New Orleans is the other one. New Orleans is Carolina. So that one's kind of a, a wash there as far as that's going to go. So Speaking of the you, – you said Ron not knowing like when you were pulling a Ron. This press conference today, that man said he thought we were doing some good things because we were in the sixth spot of playoff contention. So, okay, you knew that, but you didn't know that if the Packers won and we lost, we'd be eliminated? I just don't like his press conferences here lately. Like after we were 7-5, and five, he was contradicting himself, contradicting the fans. Like, I'm with, I'm with, I'm with, uh, I'm with Stoner on this one. As he always say, I mean, just take whatever he says in the press conference with a grain of salt. He's up there it, because he's ma- it's mandated that he be he's up there and he's just saying whatever he says. It so doesn't. Bad. And it, I mean, the only so thing bad. I will take away from his press conference that he had was the QB talk where he's just like, we're back at square one looking for a QB because that tells me, great, let's not keep Carson Wentz and let's not keep Taylor Heineke and we'll see what we have and how. But it's, unfortunately for us, it means that it's time to move on again. And it's trying, it's time to try to find another guy, but that's, that's it. Like nothing else like, you know, matters when he does this, because again, I mean, do you have like, you I have like conflicting him. reports. You like uh, the comment there from Gus Bus for our audio listener, or sorry, from John was Trev just don't like Ron Rivera, and yeah, Trev says he does. Not now, not. the the conflicting reports, Trev. Let's get back to that QB talk just briefly here. Yeah, 
Ron Rivera says that he picked Taylor Heineke and then he went around talking with some of the vets and everything. And he's just like, well, everyone was telling me if he's going to play in the game, just give him the start. Now, maybe this isn't necessarily conflicting, but then other reports are are coming out and saying that Taylor Heineke was the one who was just like, no, just go ahead. And he's, he deserves to start. Um, what do you make of it? Do you think Taylor Heineke was one of the ones who was just like, no, go ahead and start the kid. Or is that coming from other places? Did, did Ron Rivera open up Twitter and see everybody flipping out on him and saying, no, don't start Taylor Heineke and go for it for Sam. Howell? what's the deal there, Trev? My man in Ron Rivera's circle was like, yo, Ron, either get on Twitter or look at my phone real quick. <laughs> I saw the world going crazy over the Taylor Heineke starting. Then he probably went to Taylor Heineke and was like, hey, I know I told you we're starting, but it doesn't seem like that's a smart move. And I told you that Sam was going to play. You know, th- what do you think? And Taylor was probably like, just start the dude, man. Like, I don't care. Like, just start him. It's the last game of the season. I mean, because he, he Taylor knew his place at the beginning of the season. They were like, you should start. And he was like, but you pay Carson wins 30 million bucks. I'm not starting. You don't bring somebody to come in here and have a competition and you're paying 30 million. Like, he knew his place. He knew his role. So I think he knows his role now, too. And then he talked to Jonathan Allen, probably, because he was on the junkie saying, I think it's a great opportunity for Sam Howell to start. So Ron probably heard that, and Jonathan Allen's the captain. He he damn sure went to Terry McLaurin, for sure. And they all probably said, yeah, start the kid. Like, last game of the season, nothing to play with. And then he was – that's when he came out and said, I talked to everybody and Taylor. So I think that's the order it went in. But Twitter started, for sure. Yo, Twitter sure. was Twitter was on fire today. I was uh, I was working in the building, so I didn't get to it until later. But it was it was great yeah. seeing the transition from from Heineke. I love this from Gus Bus. I guess there aren't any decent blue and silver <laughs> Jordans. Uh, absolutely referring to Heineke's uh, when he wins, he gets the, those Jordans. I do like Yams and Gus Bus's talk here. Taylor might just be also making a business decision, right? He might be he he's okay stepping back here mm. because. He he wants to get paid, and he's not going to get paid if he gets injured in this this season finale. And so, you know, that's that's, that's interesting. Uh, Allison, for our sake, we're not going to talk about Scott Turner today because I'm still mad at that man. Fire. So, still not happy with him. See, no one Heineke doesn't want to see Parsons all day long with our O line. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't either. I wouldn't, uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to keep a, a clean uniform. It's funny to me because, you know, we were just talking about the draft and people want the higher draft position. Those same mm-hmm. people should then want Carson Wentz to start, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't isn't he our best chance at 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 uh, losing this game? I so, still think, man, that he, was, he just got an unfair, unlucky deal because despite the last game performance he put on and two and four to start like i just think if he had continuity with this group and stayed healthy we could have done some pretty good things i really really believe that i i know he had a bad game against cleveland but that was his first game in eight games he, ain't, he hasn't thrown to terry mcclure and i don't know how long i know it's not an excuse he was bad because you didn't have to make those throws but at the same time we did see some spark and we did see the live arm action so just imagine if he was healthy and had continuity with the receivers, we might be a different boat. We might have only won five games, but I still think that's the only part where I'm back, backing Carson Wentz's. He had a he got a raw deal with his with his finger injury on his throwing hand. That's the only thing. Because I mean, he did the same. I mean, I know nine and eight last year with Indy. Yeah, he blew the Jacksonville game, but I'm just saying 
he had more more weapons with us and less weapons in Indy and still won nine games and he was played on two bum ankles and a bad something else. I know people don't like this take, but that's why it's my take, not y'all's. So there's that. I just think, I don't know, something could have changed. You never know. I mean, look what Taylor Heineke did. We never thought that he'd come in and go on this winning streak. Everybody was like, oh, God, like, here we go. But he came in and provided the spark. I'm just saying, we never know. That's the only way I'm defending Carson Wentz is his bad luck injury. That's the only way. <laughs> Trev, you're, you're <laughs> definitely out on an island there. Um, I'll be on an island. I can't so, swim no way, so I'm just be on that. <laughs> I, I will, I will forever not be on the wince wagon. Uh, from day one, you guys knew knew that. From me. I was only only supportive of the deal because it gave us a one year out. Um, and then I was like, okay, maybe he, maybe he goes back to that 2017 form, and we see that see that live arm. We never did. We never did though, Trev. We never. I did. think also. I think maybe if he would have came in after the bye, maybe that would have been like a little better for us and him as a player. But I mean, you destroy that man's confidence for one by putting out reports saying, "Oh, if you don't do well, we're going to put Taylor Heineke in." So just there, and there's that. And also, if you don't lead us to the eighteen week eighteen with the victory, we're going to put Sam Howell in instead. You're not even going to dress. So there's that. And then your first game back is. A, a pressure to to win a playoff to a game that p- puts you in a spot with the playoffs. Like, I mean, yeah, he, he was a bad performance, but like that was his first game in eight games. And you're asking that man to put on a Superman cape and come out there and win a game to take us to the playoffs. And now you're going to, now you're going to make me talk about Scott Turner. I didn't want to talk about <laughs> Scott Turner today, but we're going to have to, especially in regards to Dallas anyways. But my thing is, is, is is you start Wentz and then you play the game plan you had for Taylor Heineke, which mm-hmm. is not playing to Carson Wentz strength. And you don't even do play action. Like how no. many play action did we see against the Niners? And like you ran first down, second down, and then you expect Carson Wentz to have to throw it on the third, third down. And, and he's just his, the mental makeup wasn't there for him against Cleveland, whether or not that was the, the time away from it, whether or not that's, you know, having to look over his back, whether or not that's the pressure, I don't care. He just didn't play well against Cleveland Mm -hmm. and he's not going to be wearing burgundy and gold past Sunday. So the problem is, like I said, is Scott Turner, his game plan just didn't seem to fit for Carson Wentz and the strengths. And then Carson Wentz wasn't playing to his strengths anyways. And now we're going into this game against Dallas and Scott Turner is having to come up with a game plan for a fifth string rookie who is supposed to be a mixture of Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz. He's supposed to have a big arm like Carson Wentz, but have more of that mobility that Taylor Heineke was. We were told Taylor Heineke had, you know, some wheels to him. We didn't really get to see that a lot. And now I'm wondering are we going to see some RPOs? Are we going to open up some of these play action? Are What are we going to do to protect Sam Howell from Micah Parsons? What's the game plan, Trev, for that? You're going to get, I guess, get Sam Howell in space, some more RPOs, go back to his college days, look at that tape and see how he's being successful on the ground without having to throw the ball down the field because he's going to be running for his life. So he might as well go ahead and drop some design runs where he can do that. And then sling the ball down the field. Like, I don't know. Like, I watched him in, in college and he just hung back there and 
took some shots, missed tackles, and flung it down the field to De'Ami Brown somewhere. Like, that was Sam Howe. Uh, he had some RPOs in college, too. It was successful, but, like, NFL is bigger, faster, stronger. So, I don't know. I'm just excited to see what Sam Howe has to showcase for his personal growth and career in the NFL. Because it ain't going to be in Washington. So, <laughs> I mean... I, I, it's just really hard to answer questions because of the sale. Like we don't know. We really can't answer a lot of offseason questions either next week. Well, we, we will, but like it's all speculation literally because of the sale. We don't know the owner, the coach that all affects free agents. The ownership affects the coaching and then the sale affects the ownership. So like it's all a domino and there's really no answer because we could start with Ron Rivera and he could pick a quarterback and then get fired week three. And then they make a trade for like, it's just who knows what happens. So it's really hard. Scott Turner. I don't give a damn what you do. Just <laughs> call a game that fits Sam. Howe. if you have to open up the college playbook and take some pages out of that, do it. There's plenty of other NFL teams that run a college style offense and win games. So like, let's just throw the bag out there. Reverse screen RPO. Flea flickers, do it all. Throw the whole bag out there because this is your last time as offense coordinator in Washington, in my book. Uh, he'll probably be here him. because, again, who's coming on a, a short-term deal to be with Ron Rivera? Now, Trev, <laughs> Trev, I, I want to know as far as like the 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 wheeling and dealing for for Sam Sam Howe. Yeah, if uh, if Scott Turner opens up the playbook for him. Do you think we're going to see more runs or more passing this game against Dallas? More passing. We already know what Jonathan Williams has. We know what Jared Patterson has. They've both been here for two, three years on practice squads and being elevated. Not because of performance, but because of injury. So there's that. So, I mean, if you want to give them a chance, you can, but it is what it is. But they've had their chance. Sam Howell does not, has not had a chance. Air it out. You've seen the arm talent. Like, yeah, you've seen the arm talent in um, preseason. You saw it in college. Deami Brown cried and was hyped when he got drafted in the fifth round, even though he already had two starting quarterbacks ahead of Sam Howell. My man was hyped because he knew what Sam Howell has. So let the boy just launch it. Just launch it. I mean, I, I didn't know this one. Gregory, uh, hat tip to Gregory here. That line went from Dallas negative six to Sam playing, okay. and now it's negative four. So they hey. like us with Sam Howell a little bit more. He says, uh, love it. Let's go, Sam, my guy. That do it. I mean, in, in that regard, does Washington have a better shot because there's no tape on Sam Howell? This is this is a quarterback that's an unknown. Do you think does that play a factor? I know that's a yes or no question, but could you expand on your thoughts on that? No, because it's not going to take long for a defense like Dallas to figure out who Sam Howell is without watching tape. Good defense figure out quarterbacks without watching tape because this is their first NFL experience. They're going to wow you a little bit and then be what it really is. Prime example, Sam Ellinger. We played him this first time against the Colts. The first quarter was like, oh, you guys, Sam might be, uh, you know, and then by the third quarter it was like, all right, this is Sam Ellinger. So, like, that's my opinion. Um, you're playing against a top-notch defense. They're going to figure him out so quick. Now, if it's Dallas third, fourth string, maybe. Because then you don't have tape on them either. So then there's a both advantage. But no, no tape thing, it'll work out for us for a couple of plays, a couple of series. 
but then real life will set in and we're going to get destroyed. So. <laughs> Yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll be interesting. I do think that there's going to be some aspects to it where where he is. The problem is, I don't think it's as much on Sam Howell as it's this offensive line. Mm-hmm. And Dallas knows they can eat this offensive line. So we'll see there. Hey, Yam, just FYI, um, he uh, Yam's here for our audio listeners. Ron was oh, yeah. planning to play Howell in this game, but give Heineke the start. That was the initial report that came out this morning. And then like two to three hours later, uh, it was confirmed that Heineke is going to get the start. Ron Rivera and the team confirmed that. Uh, so it, it was just it was just a very weird situation because, again, this morning we woke up and the news was Taylor Heineke is going to get the start. Sam Howell will play though at some point, and then all of a sudden, two three hours later, it was no Sam Howell's going to start. <laughs> And then he had to go answer why Sam Howell was going to start, what made him change change his mind, and that's where the story of him going to the vets and the veterans and and them telling him like just if he's going to play, give him the start, don't split it up, mm-hmm. which I think is fair. And I think so. Last couple seasons, as we're playing it out, and this is especially true of last year, um, you had players who were playing that final game, even though it didn't mean anything, just to hit those records right you needed to get yeah. Terry McLaurin to a thousand yards Gibson to a thousand yards there's no one really close to a mark right now that mm-hmm. is worth starting so so who do you sit Trev to keep healthy and who do you play <laughs> to keep this game competitive and maybe give Sam Howell a chance to win people might not like this but I think you treat the other players as like a dress rehearsal preseason game for Sam. Um, Terry should play. Curtis should play. Dotson should play. At least for a quarter. Why? Dotson's still fresh. He missed some time. This will be helpful, helpful for him. Curtis Samuel missed all last year. Um, he can play a series two here. Don't really need to see much from him. Terry's a captain. Probably set an example. Jonathan Allen's hurt, so he can't play. So he's the other captain. And I can see Terry doing that for that reason. And just to make um, Sam a little more comfortable in the game, you know, get him acclimated in his first NFL start. You know, as long as he gets the ball in their hands, it's it's their job to do the rest yeah. of the work. I think it's important you know? to keep some of the playmakers on the yeah. field with them because otherwise, mm-hmm. you're, like I said, you're already throwing them out to the wolves and and keeping those guys out. Metaphor, I did not know this. Jahan needs to break the oh. Redskins rookie TD record. Um, I was not keep. I was not tracking that. What is that at? And you know, so how many does he need to get there? Because that would be a good dollar dollar for later. Mm. And uh, we because we are going to transition to that right now. And our game predictions. Get those game predictions in there. I want to see Washington come out with a few victories here in the chat. Let us know who you got. What the score is going to be, and all that's coming up right here for the cool down. The cool down is brought to you by Manscaped. Ever since my Nathan started using their products, I can't cool down. Fellas, trust me, go to Manscaped right now and get 20% off and free shipping by using the code REF. Your ladies will appreciate you. Now back to Trev, Stoner, and my Manscaped man, Nathan. Nathan. 